From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Wednesday, March 8th. A Moab man charged with several second and third degree felonies, including criminal solicitation and the threat of terrorism, will now undergo behavioral health treatment in northern Utah. On Tuesday, Grand's District Court ordered that Christian Wright be moved from jail to New Roads Behavioral Health on several conditions. Wright must have a GPS monitor on at all times, he cannot use the internet without supervision, and is not allowed to be in Grand County at all while his case is pending. 7th District Court Judge Don Torgerson. Normally I would not do a location restriction, but since the location in this case is the thing that seems to be triggering uh, the charges, that's why I'm specifically making that order in this case. The Moab community is one of those things that is triggering a mental health crisis, if that's what is actually occurring. Prosecutors allege that Wright made violent threats against owners of a UTV rental business and others, and say he's responsible for plastering anti-UTV stickers on public signs and infrastructure. Quoted in recent articles and op-eds, friends and acquaintances of Wright describe him as a political activist, a published author, and river guide. Some claim he became agitated when a UTV tour business opened directly adjacent to his home. It seems clear that Wright's mental health will be a crux of his eventual trial. Wright's attorney, Kyler Ovard, speaking to the court on Tuesday. The house where he currently resides is next to the, the UTV center that that has led to a lot of these issues coming forward. Um, there, there's been talk of, of relocation um, outside of an area where there would be um, less potential agitation based off the, the UTV noise. Tuesday's court proceedings focused on Wright's detention. However, his attorney Ovard did describe the charges, which include the illegal possession of firearms. In a home search, law enforcement say they found assault-style rifles and illicit drugs. People in possession of illegal drugs are not allowed to possess firearms. Attorney Ovard implied he will likely contest this search and called the threat of terrorism charge levied against his client, quote, highly problematic. We don't have any violent allegation that rises to the level that the court could find by clearing convincing evidence that Mr. Wright would constitute a substantial danger um, to any other individual or to the community. The court, considering the conditions of Wright's detention, disagreed. On the one hand, I have uh, someone who doesn't have a history of violence, who hasn't been acting out. On the other hand, I have someone who is uh, making extreme threats on the Internet, at least, and appears to be to other people directly about his neighbors. I don't see any reason why he would be a flight risk. Uh, There's no evidence of that, but there is definitely a community safety risk. Judge Torgerson then made the order for Wright's release to New Roads Behavioral Health with conditions that come with further penalties if violated. According to their website, New Roads specializes in complex mental health conditions, including anxiety, panic, and PTSD. The next court appearance in this case is currently scheduled for mid-April. Locals celebrated the opening of the new Moab Community Resource Center over the weekend. The center includes the Moab Free Health Clinic and a dozen other organizations focused on social, environmental, and mental health. Reporter A.J. Militano was there and brings us this audio postcard. 
Sarah Melnikoff, Moab Solutions. We do homeless outreach, street level. But this is a wonderful thing to have all the community, a lot of the community together. And you can see everyone's enjoying interacting with each other. And that's what strengthens a community, when we all interact and understand what each other does and how we can help people move forward. Yeah, it's amazing. It's probably one of the best things that's been done in this community for a while, I think. And the reason it's so good, it's community-oriented. Hi, my name's Angie Settle, and I am the registered dental hygienist here at the Moab Free Health Clinic. Um, I have been involved with the free clinic for a lot of years, and I'm thrilled to be back offering preventative dental care and education for those of our community members that cannot be seen elsewhere. Um, I'm thrilled about the opening event today and how many people are here and learning about all of our programs. So my name's Cara Dornwend, um, and this is the Office of Rim to Rim Restoration, and our old office got destroyed by the flood in August, so we are thrilled to be in this new space, and most importantly for us is not just the new space, but I think the energy that's going to be here because of all of the different organizations I think will be really great for all of us. My name is Trish Hedin, and I am the Director of Adult Education for Arches Education Center, and we're a part of the Grand County School District. I just think it's amazing. I think this has been an idea that's been batted around in this community for years and years to pool all of the nonprofits and the facilities or the entities that serve our underserved community. So I think it's great that it's come together and that the Free Health Clinic has facilitated this. this Carrie Valdez, the director of the Grand County Public Library. This facility has got some amazing synergy going on um, and we're super excited to move the teen center down here and have um, the library support a teen center and then work with Arches Adult Education and the Alternative High School. There's a lot of great things happening in this building. I want to be in the same room with you. I want to be in a space where the invincible spirit of caring is alive and well in this city. It's an honor, a real honor for me to be in this room with you to know many of you, and I just wanted to stand here and say, bless you, and thank you. That last voice was author Robert Fulgham speaking at the opening of the new Moab Community Resource Center. There are currently over a dozen local organizations that make up the center. It's located at the old USU Moab campus off 200 South. Thanks to reporter A.J. Militano, who put together this audio postcard. In 1983, a very warm spring turned City Creek in Salt Lake City into a river. People fished and kayaked in downtown streets. And in the years since, the city has made improvements to avert widespread flooding. But as Jacob Scholl with our partners at Utah Public Radio reports, this year's deep snowpack has some worried about a repeat. Salt Lake City has already started offering sandbags to residents in case they're needed. The city's public works director, Laura Briefer, said the department wants to be ready for the worst. 
Yeah, we are certainly concerned enough to be monitoring very closely. And as you mentioned, we're trying to be proactive. Nathan Dougs, the general manager of the Cash Water District, said there's few places for excess water to go in the county if there's a sudden spring runoff, aside from Porcupine and Hiram Reservoirs. He said the last time there was noteworthy flooding in Cash was 2011, when the Blacksmith Fork River flooded in parts of the county. Our snowpack's looking similar to that year, so if, if it comes off in the same way, that area will probably see some flooding. He said the county has made improvements and repairs since then, but there's little the county can do when the spring runoff happens quickly. However, that hopefully won't be a problem, especially since the county's snowpack levels aren't as high as the rest of the state this year. The bare watershed is, is really the second lowest on snowpack right now. And so we're, we're a little lower than, you know, the further south you go, the bigger flood risk there is. So it really depends on how many storms we get in the next uh, two, two and a half months. The biggest factor for whether Utah will see flooding is simple. It's all about weather. If the spring sees both warm and cooler temperatures, the snowpack should gradually melt off. If it warms up all at once, there's a higher chance of a quick melt and flooding. I'm Jacob Scholl. And that's the KZMU News for Wednesday, March 8th. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.